Hey all you Coruscant Nightcrawlers. Today we're celebrating May the 4th with a special bonus episode. This story is set before any other Coruscant Night story, and was recorded way back when we started out. Since we recorded it a while ago, the audio has some of the funny qualities it did back when we first started, since we were just a couple people speaking into the same microphone across the table from each other. This story has been available to Patreon patrons for over a year now, but let's call this the special edition, re-edited and remastered to sound a little bit better. Without any further ado, please enjoy Chub Nubbets, Little Ewok in the Big City. May the fourth be with you. Follow your dreams. You never know where they might lead. Chip Nubbits wakes up from a dream. They dreamt that they were back on Endor in their home village, looking up at the stars, and unexpectedly one of the stars came down out of the sky and fell into the forest far away. Chub Nubbits started on the journey and woke up with this sense of needing to find something. You don't have to only speak Ewok. But that says, which direction does the sun rise from? Oh, I mean, that means where is the landing platform? I felt like that was correct. <laughs> sure, okay. That was, I know, but I just, it, it fit it's great. It's great. So, yeah. So. So, uh, Chub Nubbits wakes up in the Jedi Temple in their quarters with all the other young Jedi in training. You see your friends sleeping away in their bunks. It's before the sun rises. And you have this uncontrollable urge to go find something. So Chubnubbits gets out of bed. Mm -hmm. And at first they think that they uh, just have to pee real bad. Mm -hmm. But then they realize that there's a desire much stronger. (laughs) Not much stronger? I think so. Okay. (laughs) Chubnubbits just seen something bright fall from the sky and they had this burning desire to know exactly what it was. So they leave the bunk, mm-hmm. leave the Jedi temple and start going the direction that they thought they saw the So what? The star fall. You you head towards the landing platform? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Correct. Okay. Where's um, the landing platform? So Chub Nubbits gets up, mm-hmm. leaves their quarters, heads down the the central lift down to the main lobby, mm-hmm. um, which is empty at this time of night. It's probably about two hours before dawn. Okay. Going outside, the sky is dark, but still filled with moving vehicles and lots of heavy traffic. Mm-hmm. One thing you've never gotten used to on Coruscant is that you can't see the stars, but you do know which way the landing platform is. It's right over there. So I start going in the direction of the landing platform. Okay. The landing platform is just this big open space where guests to the Jedi come, and lately it's all been clones uh, coming in for orders and stuff like that. Ichiwama! This doesn't feel right to me. So I decide that I'm going to go in the opposite direction of this landing platform mm-hmm. and see where that gets me. Okay. It will back eventually... Back inside? To the... Yeah, because you came out. Yeah? You're just going to go back in the temple? Oh, no, I'm not going back in the temple. Okay, you're going to go around the temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back home. <laughs> okay. Just gonna, I'm gonna wing it. I'm gonna go see where. It, I'm just gonna try and follow this inner sense that I have. Yeah. So that's my goal. Okay. So I want to, I want to do an introspection check. How about? 
I want to use the do my seek basic power and gain insight into the general location or direction of this object. Don't know what it is you're looking for. No idea. Okay. Because I don't know if it's a star or a spaceship or anything. I have two dark points. Uh-huh. Oof. But I don't have two dark points of two dark side points available to me. No, you well you rolled two darks, so Yeah. Do you want to tap into the dark side? I feel like that would destroy him already. They're just a kid. Oh, uh, alright. I'll tap into it. Okay. You're gonna take some strain. Where's it? Oh. Mm-hmm. And it is down. Oh. It's, it's down and kind of far off to the east. Yum yum. So, uh, I decide to pop. That means that I like it. <laughs> okay. So, I decide to follow this inner sense that I need to go to the lower levels, mm-hmm. into the lower levels of course. What's your method of getting there? I find the nearest elevator. Sure. Is that, that a thing? Yeah. I don't actually know how you get in between the levels on Coruscant. Yeah, so that's... There's some missing knowledge there. That's a, like a question for your your person, is that you should probably make a streetwise check to see okay. how you want to get down there. I'm going to guess I don't have any streetwise. Yeah, I don't. And streetwise works with cunning. I have three cunning. Yeah, you're cunning. Little, yeah, right. little thing. I'm a cunning little booger. Um, that didn't go well for you. That's, That's just fine. blank. All right. Okay. You don't oh. really know where to go. I feel like an Ewok yeah. would find a garbage chute somewhere and just roll their way down. That seems like what an Ewok would do to me. <laughs> so you have... And they would go the whole way. So Chubno, it goes around the back of the Jedi Temple and finds some stairs. Not the most efficient way down, but a way down. Chubnubbits is not a huge fan of stairs, and they've found that curling themselves into a little ball by tucking their feet under their chin is the most efficient way to deal with these things, and the extra padding around their backside helps them not be too injured at the end. So So you're going to roll down the stairs. You're going to roll an athletics check to see how well you roll down the stairs. I have one in athletics, and I have two brawn. (laughs) Somehow. Somehow. I'm a, I'm a wiry little little critter. I'm spry. Nope, you Not did it. You rolled down the stairs, surprisingly. <laughs> hey, just t- tucks and roll. Yeah, they sure. know they know how to do this safely. So Chubnub, it's just a carefree little one. Yup, yup. Curls into a little ball, starts rolling down the stairs. It means go. <laughs> so there, there's not a whole lot immediately under the Jedi Temple. It's all like Jedi land. There's like some gardens and stuff. And you know that it's further away than, than the Jedi Temple. So you go down, let's say, two flights of stairs. You're down two levels. And you can still see the temple up behind you. And you said there's lots of vegetation around me? Is that what you said? Level? Yeah, behind the temple there's like gardens and pools. It's like a meditation kind. Wait, I'm not on the same level as the temple anymore. I just went mm-hmm. down a level. No, but I mean, it's the, the, the temple's big. Oh, oh, so the temple spans multiple levels. Yeah. It's got, okay, 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 I get what you're saying. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, so I think it's down more levels, so I want to go deeper towards the core of Coruscant. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I look for more stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find more stairs, but there is, a, in the mid-distance, you see one of those big gaps between like where they have 
you've got your temple on this side, and then this big gap that is streets, and there's mm-hmm. and cars and speeders and okay. all sorts of stuff, and then mm-hmm. more stuff on the other side of, of that. Mm-hmm. So you can see that there's a lot of traffic and probably a lot of other people over that way. Okay, so I decide to go try and hitch a ride on the back of one of these vehicles to take me deeper into the, into okay. the core. So you run through the Jedi Gardens to what, in Ewok eyes, is a cliff edge filled with flying creatures of some sort. Mm-hmm. Me- flying metal creatures. So I get there, and I'm a little daunted by how the it bigness of this. It goes very far down. Yeah, it goes really far down. I don't want to fall. But there are all these speeders uh-huh. going really close near me, and I could easily, if I time it right, I know that I could jump on the back of one of them. So... I, uh... Seems dangerous. It is dangerous. But okay. I gather up all this courage. I can't think of any other way to get to the core quicker. There's no faster way to get to the core, so that's, that's what I'm going with. So, I tell myself... Yeah, yeah. And I decide to jump. Alright, I'm flipping my dark side to light side to upgrade one of your no. purples to a red as you jump off this cliff well, into traffic. I, uh, want to have an advantage because... Doesn't have anything to do with nope. coordination. None of those really work. Mm-mm. It's an athletics. Oh, yeah, I need like a coordination thing or something like that. Hmm. I don't have any of those to check. Well, I, I say a quick prayer to the sacred tree, and I hope that I, I make it onto the back of this speeder that I've decided is going the right speed and the right distance away from me to time this jump. What color is it? Orange. Mm. Orange with a blue track lighting. Well, you failed with three advantages. So you missed that speeder. You jump off the cliff, yelling, <laughs> A very confused Celestin in an or- <laughs> orange convertible speeder <laughs> looks your direction as the speeder flies right by you. And you plummet. This would be a good time to flip a light side point and come up with something creative. I got it. Okay. You also have three advantages. Well, one of my advantages is that traffic is really heavy that night. It is pretty heavy. It's real heavy. So, I miss what I was aiming for, which was a little embarrassing. I was glad that none of my fellow Padawans were with me to mock me for the rest of my life about this. Mm -hmm. But I'm a fairly confident little critter, so I'm not really afraid that I'm going to actually die. Um, So this confidence helps me tap into my force powers. And I hit a speeder below me, kind of bounce off the hood of that one, slows down my fall. Then I kind of ricochet and hit another speeder and just start ricocheting my way down, just bumping back and forth across against all these speeders until finally I come to rest on a speeder many, many layers down. That sounds like a lot more advantages than what you got. But I'm also flipping a light side point, using all my advantages and flipping a light side point. I don't really like it, but I'll take it. Yep, no. <laughs> you miss the speeder that you aim for, and by the will of the force, you survive basically getting hit by three more cars. Speeders. Yeah. Speeders, Mark. <laughs> I have uh, to say, I did terrify all of them, too. I yeah. may have caused may a couple have caused of accidents. Some accidents. I definitely did. It yeah. happened. But, good day, though. <laughs> That means alas. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were late for work that day. One Wookiee in particular, you smashed into his taillight. He was late for work. He lost his job. Well, thankfully, I have no knowledge of that, so I don't feel bad about no. it. <laughs> you don't. Little Chubnubbits is bruised, let's be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah, take, you know what? Take strain. Yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> only fair. <laughs> so you, you are now on the back of a blue sports speeder going very fast. Oh dear. You're holding on, your little leg kicking For off in life. the back, yeah. Okay. And I'm yelling, which means celebrate the freedom! <laughs> This is too much. <laughs> you should never have handed me this book. You're never getting that book again. Yeah, it's probably fair. <laughs> so what are you going to do now? You're hanging on. I feel like because the force was involved in my ability to actually hang on, I'm convinced that this is indeed the right speeder. Oh, okay. And You're just going to keep holding on to it. I'm just going to keep holding on for a little bit until I feel like the Force gives me permission to just let go. Okay. Yeah, so I just hold on for a while and just, just kind of see where it takes me. It's going the direction I want it to go, so it's going down. It's going east and down, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah! Sure. It's down. So, and in Ewakas, we all know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're on the back of the speeder going and going and going and going, and eventually the speeder does come to a stop. A boffin in a leather jacket comes out of the front seat of the car, and fortunately for you, does not look back as he reaches back in, flips off the taxi light, and goes into the nearest bar. Perfect. So I, uh, I let go of the back of the car and just kind of, of the speeder, and I just kind of hunch down and look around. You are... And then it hits me. Yes. She eats a lungi. I am lost. <laughs> You're very far away from any place that you know. It's true. I've never been to this far down into the levels of Coruscant. Yeah. All right. So you are, <laughs> it, it's kind of dirty down here. Like you're used to clean and sparse Jedi Oh, so this stuff. is kind of an underbelly level. Yeah. Okay. It's not great. Okay. The place that you're out front of has uh, swinging in the outdoors, like a old timey saloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got a neon light in the front window that says that it's open, but you don't probably can't read it. That fits. There's some interesting lights in the window. Uh, you have no idea what this place could be. What's around it? Everything else is closed. It's still pretty early. Okay, so this um, is so but like this a, is a populated area. It's this a is, pop it's not a well populated No, area, but it's not well it's off. buildings, it's it's businesses. Yeah. It's not like um, foresty or naturey or anything like that. Nope. Okay. There's little to no forests or nature on this planet. Very unlike I'm, your home. I'm asking for a specific reason. <laughs> yeah. Just so I can know where I am. Just so you can say stuff in the Ewok language. Just, yeah. So yeah, the street's a little dusty. Stuff, maybe people are starting to move around, move around, starting their days. You can see people in windows, but nothing looks open. Okay, so I decide that I need to find a person and ask them, which is, uh, which direction does the sun rise from? Just so I can get my bearings. Uh-huh. So I go into these doors of, with the bright lights and... Yeah, so the, the doors are like halfway up for a normal person. They're at about eye level for you. Yeah, so I have to reach my bitty little stubby arms up to kind of try and... Oh, wait, no, I don't need to do that. I just crawl under. Why would I do that? Yeah, I just crawl under them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, what people thinking? would do, right? That's why they made the doors like this. Of course. It's just convenient. Yeah, convenient for small people. Absolutely. So it's a windbreak, really, more yeah. than anything else. So I, I just kind of duck my head down a little bit and waddle in like a cute little waddly teddy bear, mm-hmm. you know. All right, so you go in. There are a handful of people here. You see that Bothan. kind of like him because he's hairy. Um, he's at the bar getting a drink. Bartender right now is a... Uh, 
uh, a gran. They kind of have a, like a goat face with three eyes. Okay. They're a little short. It's a little hard to see over that counter considering your height. There is a human in the corner sitting with a, a Duros, which is like this blue guy with big red eyes. They're having a conversation. And there are two Ishitibs over in the other corner playing cards. Okay. They're these like <laughs> green guys with two eye stalks and they've got a little beak. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I just beeline it for the bot then. He seems familiar. He's hairy. I feel like I just have a rapport with this guy. Like okay. we'll be able to hang, you know? So I just waddle on over to him, climb up on the bar stool next to him with the, you know, a few grunts. It's kind of a struggle for me, especially since I have a cute little pot belly. So uh, I climb on up and my Padawan robes get in the way sometimes. Mm-hmm. But eventually I make it up there after much struggling. And I just turn to him and I say, No no we need to I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, can I have that drink? Chitalungi. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna go now. Kustroj! Yeah, alright. Uh, get this, get this guy a drink. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. So I, before he can get away off, from, off of his seat, I stand up on my, on my squatty little legs, and I just kind of lunge at him, because I need him to understand what I'm trying to ask him, because I need help. So I kind of, grab his face and, and I just like lunge at his head and I just start yelling into his head <laughs> thinking that maybe if I talk louder you'll be able to understand me I don't understand you <laughs> please let go of my head <laughs> so I just do like do you want to try a, a xenology roll, roll to see if you can pull out a couple words in basic oh sure let's do that <laughs> sounds great Basic is common, so I'm going to make it average, and then intelligence plus, so a green and a yellow. Okay. Alright. I don't feel good about this. Decent. You can give a triumph. <laughs> Turns out you speak basic. Oh, nope. Or, or I could just not do well. He grabs you off of his face. You're very light. That's true. I'm going to put you down right here, <laughs> and you're not going to talk to me anymore. Then I say... You take that. Which means? Alas. <laughs> Feeling a little dejected and rejected. Meanwhile, the the grand bartender has put a cup in front of you. Here you go, buddy. Enjoy. Well, I'm feeling a little dejected, so I decide that you know, a nice cup of hot yak's milk couldn't hurt. Just what I need because I'm feeling lost and alone and just rejected by a Botham cab driver. Climb back up onto the bar stool, kicking my Padawan robes out of the way as much as I can. Drink it down in one big gulp. Yeah, we don't have many Jedi around here. Well, that was nice of him to think I was a Jedi. He starts trying to have a conversation with you. So I ask him. Which direction does the sun rise from? It's a very one-sided conversation. Oh, well that's fun. I like Lutanu. I wonder. Alright, so I'm rolling to see if this bartender, who gets a lot of people in, sure. knows anything about your language. Okay. And it is an obscure language. Fair. So it's four purple, but he's a smart guy. He doesn't. Okay. <laughs> he just keep, continues talking to himself as you try your hardest to get him to understand you by talking louder and louder. Joto Gisha! Joto Batringola! Okay, buddy, I'm gonna go help someone else now. Uh, you're very loud. 
Well, I've realized and that... And he walks around and starts clearing some tables. Well, then it hits me. I'm definitely on my own here. So I decide that I'm going to once again tap into my force abilities to try and locate where that bright light that was shooting across the sky may have landed. There's one thing you're good at in the force. It is finding things. It's true. Yes. I'm very keen-eyed. So I'm going to do a... Uh, what, is that a vigilance check? Nope, it's just uh, just that. Oh. Oh, see, I'm not used to using the force. Yep, just some some force powers use use regular checks, but some just use light side or dark side. Oh, okay. One light side. Um, things aren't going your way, but you are still hopeful. You can tell that it is not far, and you get your bearings again and can tell that the sun is going to come up from that direction. I decide to go outside and do kind of loops around the bar with the bar as the epicenter mm-hmm. until I feel that I'm headed the right way. Okay, so there's an alley on one side of the bar. Okay. And the other side, it's sort of connected to the buildings. Oh, okay. So I go down the alley. Go down the alley. It's dark down here. Yeah, that's spooky. Yeah, it's a little spooky. You see some sewer grates, some trash cans, some weird, like, slug kind of things, maybe some rats. Okay. How far down does the alley go? Can I follow uh, it for a while? Yeah, a couple hundred feet, and then there's another road, and you can see the alley continues along it. Okay, so I'm going to follow the alley down until it hits the road, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to turn off to the road in the direction that I feel like could be a good a good direction. Okay, <laughs> so you head down the alley, past the garbage cans and fire escapes. Perfect. Into the next street. You can see far along it, there is uh, what appears to be a spaceport, and where big ships are coming in. And down towards the other direction, it looks sort of like it looked back before. Dusty, divey, not a great part of town. So I decide to go towards these, the spaceport mm-hmm. where the ships are all coming in. Okay. So I start, I begin to think, even though I'm not good with technology, I'm not raised around speeders and all that flashy stuff. I'm beginning to think that maybe the bright light I saw wasn't a shooting star. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a speeder or some kind of spacecraft mm-hmm. coming in for landing. It's possible. So you hike the street on your little legs, it's kind of far, and eventually come to the spaceport. There are a couple um, like spaceport authority people standing outside, and as you get closer, you see that there's an office and lots of places for ships to park, and a long line of aliens of all different types standing. Customs. Customs. Mm. Okay, so I figure that a little kid on their own walking through a big old spaceport like this probably wouldn't go over great. Thing is, you're weird looking. You're probably the only Ewok on the planet. That's Nobody fair. knows what an Ewok is. Uh huh. So I have that on my side. You can be an adult. Who knows? I could. That guy be. just served you a drink. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So I uh, get my game face on and I start practicing. Uh, how to greet people here. Although why I would need to practice in my own language, I don't know. I'm just nervous. So I start walking into the hangar. I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know even who all is here. What's even happening, really? There's just a lot of activity. So I'm just going to, I'm trying to be force conscious while I make my way through. How are you trying to make your way through? Just trying to be casual? Yeah, I'm trying to be casual. I just want to see if someone's going to stop you. Why don't you roll your cool? My cool... Is just your presence. Yep. And that's going to be... Is that two? Yep. And... How many purple? That's a great question. Oh, what? 
Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is his job. Well, but I'm cute. It should give me an advantage for something. <laughs> that's not that's not a good enough advantage. I'm an adorable gender fluid teddy bear. <laughs> I should be able I'm uh what about I'm cute and an unknown entity. So this customs inspector has no idea if possibly I am the first visitor to Coruscant as like a, a a person of note in my home planet, which he doesn't know where it is or how much power we have. I could be the king of wherever I'm coming from. He doesn't know, so he's gonna treat me with deference. Okay, here's the thing. Sure. <laughs> However No You could be an animal. But I'm wearing clothes. I'm wearing my Padawan robe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Come on. I've been rolling horribly, Mark. You can give me this Come on. one. Here's the thing. What happened? You got a threat. Oh, for Pete's sake. That's pretty good. You had two reds there. That's true. So you slip past these guys, slip past the line, but one of the people in line is like, Hey, this guy's cutting in line. Hey, security guys. Hi, Smuggle. This guy's cutting in line. And people start moving around and everybody's looking at you now. And I just go... And two guards start walking towards you. Okay, so I, I turn towards the guards. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling okay. I haven't done anything really wrong. And I just go... Just say hi real quick. These guards are clone troopers. Oh, dear lord. Huh, okay. So, these clone troopers... Oh, wait, but clone troopers have translation devices in their helmets, right? Is that a thing? Why would they not have that? That's what they have droids for. That's fair. But they How would they droid sell droids them? if they just right, built those right. things in everybody's helmet? So I just say, Yeah, yeah, no te la tirota. I decide that politeness is the best tack. Hello, I am a friend. Hey there, little guy. What are you doing here? Chihuma! Don't you pamuk! What are you doing with that dark uh, light side point to dark side? I'm familiar with these guys and I know their weak spots. Cause, oh, uh, you're gonna attack them? No, I'm not gonna attack them. I just, I just know them. They're familiar entities. I don't know, man. What am I gonna do with it? <laughs> you could, you could know them. Oh, like we're all <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of fun. Okay, I know these jokers. Okay, you're flipping your light side to dark point. side mm -hmm. because these were two people in Devo Ben's clone regiment. Mm-hmm. And we just start jumping up and down and hugging. <laughs> or um, I do. They just kind of stand yeah, there rigidly. I'm, um, I'm an excitable Ewok. So the one clone trooper turns to the other and says, Is that, is that an Ewok? Is that, is that Chub Nubbits? Jack! So yes. Yep. So you know these guys. You can tell from their do perception check to see if you can recognize them with their helmets on. Wait, what's my... You, we would probably even know their names if you... Two cut, Three cut. They have distinctive marks on their armor. That's a success with a threat, though. Okay, so you can tell that these two guys are Spicy and and Reggie. So I say, Spicy, Reggie, Goopa! Hi, <laughs> hey, uh, Chubnovitz. Uh, what are you doing here? Is, is this pretty far from the temple? I don't really... Uh, Spicy, do you remember how to speak Ewok? Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's that way. And he points inside the spaceport. Okay. Which means? It means I'm looking for a thing that fell from the sky. Is it anywhere around here? Oh, I haven't seen anything fall from the sky. Nothing reported either. Don't really know what you're talking about. Which means? Can you guys come with me? I'm feeling a little scared. Spicy says to Reggie, uh, I think I'm gonna escort this little guy. My shift's almost over, so still on for a couple hours? Yeah. Got a couple hours still. I'll take over here. We'll wait for Dice to get down here. Alright, lead the way, furball. (laughs) So, I start- He ruffles your hair. I hate it when people do that. People ruffle my head like I'm teddy bear. Mm -hmm. I know I'm adorable, but show a little respect, guys. You growl at him. Just a little bit. Oh, sorry, I forgot you didn't like that. So then we start walking deeper into the hangar, towards the direction that they pointed, towards the rising of the sun. He kind of starts giving you the tour of things. Yeah, that one's an old uh, Carillion model. They don't make them like that anymore. It's pretty good. Uh, some Y-Wings. Flew those over, Endo. You remember that? Let's see. Now this one's cool. This one's a Ithorian herd ship. It's like the forest in there or something. Ooh. Probably can't go in there. It's like, it's sacred to them. I haven't seen a forested area in a really long time, and it's, I'm really homesick for my home planet, so I'm I'm intrigued by this. So uh, I just start kind of walking in the direction of this ship. And hey, wait, wait, you, you, we can't go. We don't have the uh, authority to go inside ships without proper clearance. Uh, stop. Can you? No, I cannot stop, and I just keep running, 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 and I just, the door's wide open, so I run right in, and he has to follow me. He's going to try and grab your uh, Padawan robes. Okay. You got an advantage. So he grabs for you, Mm -hmm. and he grabs the back of your robe. Mm -hmm. What's your advantage? My advantage is that I have a special breakaway robe. (laughs) So You walks don't mind being naked. Not at all. Exactly. (laughs) Not indecent on our home planet. So my, my breakaway robe just comes loose, and I just... Waddle my cute little furry butt up on into that that Sorry, come, foresty spacecraft. Come, come back. And he isn't too embarrassed that he lost you to call for backup. <laughs> so he, he comes in after you, and eventually he does catch up to you. <clears throat> he takes his helmet off. We gotta be quiet. Can't tell anyone we're here. Jack. And you make your way onto the ship, and there's a big curving hallway. The ship is very, very large. It's sort of like a, on the outside it was like, like a big dome, mm-hmm. almost a flying saucer. Okay. And then on the inside there's a big curving hallway that goes off in both directions. Okay, so I go to the right mm-hmm. and I'm just looking for this forest he said was in here. I do a uh, forest check to see if, you know, what all's around here. Two lights. The thing you were looking for, it's not the ship, uh-huh. but it is here. And it is towards, like, you're, you're going right on this curve, and as you go right, it continues to be at your left. So it's, like, rotating away from me. It's, like, in the middle of the ship. Oh, okay. So since I've already taken the right track, I just mm-hmm. decide to kind of speed up my pace a little bit. Okay. Go a little faster, try and waddle a little faster to get there. And I sense it coming closer and closer and closer. Well, you're really just going around in a circle on the ship. Oh, you're saying it's in the center of the circle. I was thinking you were saying it's over here and I'm here. Right there. Oh, 
well, that makes more sense. Does it spiral up? Is this like a walkway spiraling up? Yes. Okay. Sure. So I'm spiraling up to the top. Yeah, and as you get further up, the solid wall to your left, because you're going to the right, Yes. stops being solid and starts being windows. And you can see in and there are giant trees and vines and all sorts of things that look like home. So I start getting very excited and nostalgic. I finally eventually reach the top. Mm -hmm. And at the top, I can look into the center and I actually, there's no barrier anymore. Yep, you can it's just, just the, the trees. Yeah, and it's the railing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just the railing and and the the tops of all of these trees. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm pretty spry and good at climbing trees. And I know that the thing I'm looking for is in the middle here. I know what you're thinking. Don't do it. Don't do it. I couldn't care less uh, what he says to me. So I screech, and jump onto the canopy. Okay. Of course you do. It's not that far away, so... Yeah. So you <laughs> jump towards the trees and uh, land in the tallest branches of them. And as you land, you see to your right, through those windows, the astonished and aghast faces of the Athorians who own this ship. Oh dear. So what do Athorians look like? Are they scary? Are they like they, intimidating? I showed you a picture of one earlier. They're like the hammerhead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they have brown care. skin. They've mm -hmm, got mm -hmm. a hammerhead thing. They've got so, no, not mouths on either side of their head. Yeah, not particularly scary. They're okay. typically peaceful. Right. But you are invading their space. True. So I'm not afraid of them attacking me. I'm just afraid they'll get me and kick me out before I get what I've come for. Have I put my robe back on? Okay. I don't have any handy pockets. Anyways. They see you. You see them. You're like face to face, but there's glass in between you. So I yell loud enough for them to hear, Which means, thank you for your kind hospitality. Hoping that this will diffuse the situation just a little bit. And I give them a little wave and then start scurrying down the trees as fast as I can to try and get to what I'm looking for. So you start scurrying down the trees and you you can feel that that thing is close it's now it's not just like a feeling but like you can you can hear it it's real close by what does it sound like it's like a buzz okay. like a almost a ringing in your ears perfect so i keep scuttling down 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 yeah i've made a lot of of you know, covered a lot of ground mm -hmm. because you know climbing trees is in my blood and gravity's helping me out mm -hmm. so i'm tw i'm near i'm in the lower the lower part i'm not at ground level yet, but I'm close. And I pause, and I sense that it's a little more central than I am, so I go towards the center of this group of trees in and the middle of the ship. there's a big rock right in the center. Ninga, ninga. I want that one. <laughs> right at your eye level in the rock, there's just this little stone that is shiny. Ninga, ninga. I say again when I notice the shiny stone in the middle of the rock. Is that the thing you're looking for? It is. I can tell that the sound is coming from this stone. Mm -hmm. So I... Is it on the ground? Yep. Okay. It's so eye, I, eye level with you. Oh, it's eye level with me. Yeah. Can I reach out and take it? Is it close enough? You can try and pry it off. Okay. So I reach out and I try and grab it. Okay. Do a little athletics. Oh, dear. You're good. Oh, I'm good at athletics. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Okay. So I have one, one in athletics and two brown. I did good. Okay, so you reach out with your little stubby paws and they are stubby. Grab this little shiny rock 
and pop it off and you hold it in your hand and it's blue and it's shiny and it's singing to you in the forest. I figure out what this is. You figure out what this is. This is a kyber crystal. Mm -hmm. I've been learning about these in my Padawan school. Yeah, it was about time. Normally you would be brought to, to Ilum to do the regular old journey and so that sort of stuff, but yeah, this was your time. My kyber crystal found me. So I take my kyber crystal and I realize now that the residents of this ship may not be pleased that I've taken their crystal. So and they are flipping that dark side all around you right now. Hmm. I'm kind of wondering how I'm gonna get out of this mess. And where's my where's spicy? What's his spicy? Name? Where is it what's it wait, wasn't that his name? Yeah, it's spicy. Okay, we're spicy right now. He's you look for Spicy, and you look up to where he was, and you don't see him there. But you see the windows on, like, the two levels below, and you just see him run by. Oh. So Spicy's running down, trying yeah. to get out as quickly as possible. Now, am I surrounded on the on my level I'm surrounded? Yep, they're on your level now. They Have they seen me take the Kyber Crystal? Yeah. Okay. So do I have any knowledge of these people and that they're peaceful? And I'm going to do a xenology check. Yeah. Which dice do I use for xenology? <laughs> I don't know. You should, how many times have you played this I game? I don't pay attention to the dice. I know that I need to. I find them complicated. They're not that complicated. Well, I don't have the brain space. So you you do know that they're peaceful, okay. tree-loving people. You don't know their language. Mm -hmm. And chances are they don't know mine. So... Can I can I offer a, yep, you a, a light side flip? Okay. A protocol droid just oh, happens yeah. to be with them. Yeah, they'd have a protocol droid because they don't speak basic. It's hard on their two mouths. Sure. So this group of people comes up around you, and Spicy, out of breath, uh, runs up behind them. Oh, oh, so sorry. I just lost track of them. And they start talking in their double language, and the protocol droid translates. Welcome, small one. Greetings, Chubnubbits. Welcome to our herd ship. Please come for some tea. The droid, the this like silver-plated protocol droid, translates that, and the Ithorians uh, usher you into their living quarters, like really trying to get you away from the trees. <laughs> But you don't notice that. You just notice that they're being nice and they have food for you. So uh, I sit down and we start eating and yum 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 good. Food is delicious. I just don't recognize any of the foods. I just have to ask them what dish this is. Yeah. So you share their food and mm -hmm. it is a lot like your food. Lots of vegetables. Perfect. Some good tea. So I've eaten enough and then I say, Michu di nutiha. I'm satisfied now. Thank you. They try to feed me some more, and I just say, Kish, takita Spicy's hanging out, like leaning up against the door. His ship's over, but he finds you entertaining. <laughs> like, uh, you should probably either stay here. Come with me. I uh, get up and thank them again and make my way towards Spicy, who has my Padawan robe. <laughs> Please put this back on now. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. So I put my robe back on to protect his dignity. Spicy <laughs> leads you to his swoop bike. It's got a little sidecar, and he offers you the sidecar. It's just about your size. <laughs> it's one of my small brothers. 
so I hop into the sidecar. And when we're far enough away, I turn to Spicy and I say, Yeek, Azar! And I hold out my kyber crystal that he has no idea, that no one knows I've taken from the ship. That's uh, pretty cool, buddy. Why don't you show it to the rest of the boys back at the bunk? I bet you, your master's looking for you by now. And you guys zoom off. Into to, the sunrise. Into the sunrise. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. To find out more about us and our projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Mary Francis for playing on this episode. And last but not least, don't forget about Donate for Destiny. Influence our destiny pool and make a difference in children's lives. Check out nightcastcreative.com destiny for more info and a link to donate.